Welcome to English Through History. If you like this content, subscribe and leave a positive review. It really helps us to make more stuff. If I told you to think of a monster, what's the first thing that would come to your mind? Well, probably zombies, since that's what this episode is about. But even if you didn't know our topic, there's a pretty good chance that's what you'd guess. Uh, zombies are one of the most basic and iconic monsters out there, from horror movies to video games. But where did the idea of a shambling, mindless corpse come from? You'd probably guess that it's something as old as history itself. I mean, you don't have to be the next Stephen King to be able to come up with the idea of a reanimated corpse. And that's what's so surprising. It, zombies are actually one of the most recent monsters in mythology, as recent as about the 1930s. Now, those of you with deep knowledge of folklore might be ready to point out some examples of zombies in ancient history, and I am well aware of these. But all of these examples lack certain traits that are crucial to our modern idea of what makes a zombie. Uh, if you're interested, I'm preparing a companion episode to this one where we look at some of these historical examples of zombie-like creatures, uh, but to save time, we'll skip them in this episode. So for now, you'll just have to trust me. Uh, all right, well, so then where did the idea of zombies first come from? Uh, that was from a journalist named William Seabrook. Now, Seabrook was an interesting person about whom much can be said, but uh, we need to leave that topic for another day. Anyway, in the 1920s, he visited the nation of Haiti, where he learned about the religion of voodoo. See, the residents of Haiti are mostly of African descent. This was due to the transatlantic slave trade. Voodoo is a combination of traditional African religions and Western beliefs, primarily Catholicism. Uh, Seabrook investigated voodoo while he was in Haiti, and he wrote a book about his experiences. Uh, this book, The Magic Island, was published in 1929. Now, although The Magic Island talks about many different aspects of voodoo, there is one chapter that particularly interested people. This chapter is called Dead Men Working in the Cane Fields, and in it, Seabrook recalls a discussion with a friend about what the Haitians called a zombie, a person who has been brought back from the dead to serve as a slave. Now, this friend mentions that zombies must only be fed with unseasoned food, uh, plantain bananas specifically, and that if zombies taste salt, they will realize they're dead and go back to being just regular dead bodies. Uh, although, bananas, it doesn't sound quite as scary as brains. <laughs> anyway, uh, in the book, uh, Seabrook's friend takes him to see an area where some zombies are supposedly working. And while Seabrook does see these zombies, he isn't totally convinced that they are really reanimated dead people, but suggests they might be either mentally handicapped or the victims of kidnapping and subsequent drugging. Uh, now, later scholars like Wade Davis would research Seabrook's findings further and lend a credibility to the kidnapping and drugging theory. 
uh, although that's something that's debated amongst experts. Uh, again, a topic for another day. Uh, anyway, C. Brooks's book was enough to spark people's imaginations, and in 1932, the film White Zombie was released. And yes, that's where the heavy metal band got its name. Uh, anyway, White Zombie stars Bela Lugosi, the, the actor who played Dracula in the old black and white films, uh, as a zombie master who uses a combination of poison and magic to turn people into slaves. Uh, now, interestingly enough, it isn't quite clear if the zombies in this movie are dead or not. Uh, the female protagonist, the eponymous White Zombie, is not, and actually becomes, becomes unzombified at the end. However, at one point, uh, one of the zombies gets shot and is unaffected, which hints to me that they might be dead. Anyway, uh, the second zombie film to come out was Uwanga in 1936. And in this film, which is named after a kind of charm mentioned in the Magic Island, the zombies are definitely dead and also vulnerable to salt. Now, at this point, more and more zombie films began to appear. And by the 1940s, zombies were well established in American pop culture. However, there was some inconsistency with just how exactly a zombie looked and acted. Uh, most of them weren't necessarily the savage, rotting corpses that we picture today. And that was partly due to censorship and special effects limitations. However, in 1968, George Romero released his movie Night of the Living Dead. And this film was pivotal since it featured zombies that well, were savage, rotting corpses that eat people. Uh, interestingly enough, the film never refers to the monsters uh, as zombies. Uh, that's a connection that was made by the viewers. Uh, in any case, Night of the Living Dead really cemented our idea of what a zombie is, and subsequent movies would start using this idea, beginning with the film's Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things and Tombs of the Blind Dead in 1972. And for a while, zombies remained mostly unchanged. Then in 1985, Return of the Living Dead was released. And this was the first incidence, to my knowledge, of zombies that want to eat brains. Uh, they did not actually eat brains uh, exclusively in Night of the Living Dead. This was something that uh, came from Return of the Living Dead. Uh, so if you're wondering where that comes from, there we go. Now, uh, during the 90s, zombies kind of went uh, underground. There weren't too many mainstream movies or fiction to feature them. And by the way, I do not consider Army of Darkness to be a zombie movie, and maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more in an upcoming episode. Uh, but anyway, instead, uh, zombies' new hunting grounds were video and PC games, things like Diablo, Doom, things like that. Of particular note were the Resident Evil and House of the Dead franchises, which really established the idea of zombies as creations of science, even though the film Revenge of the Zombies was the first to do this way back in 1943. And then the second wave of zombie mania began. Now, most of you are old enough to remember this, but just a refresher. In the early 2000s, people were just crazy about zombies. There were books about zombies. 
uh, zombie board games, zombie-themed burger restaurants, zombie parodies. Zombies were everywhere. Uh, so what set this off exactly? Well, it's really hard to say. Now, my initial theory was that it was the 2002 movie, 28 Days Later. Now, this movie, which was probably inspired by the video games uh, that I mentioned earlier, uh, they uh, it, it's notable because it features zombies that are created as the result of a virus. And the zombies in this movie are a little bit special because they're fast, which is something that had built, uh, that had seldom been seen in previous zombie movies. Uh, again, uh, Evil Dead, not a zombie, uh, not zombies in my opinion. Uh, and by the way, these fast-moving zombies kind of caused debate amongst horror fans as to whether or not they classified as true zombies. Um, anyway, but around that time, uh, there was a zombies board game, appropriately called Zombies, that was also released. And uh, this board game was a darkly humorous take on zombie fiction and both celebrated and parodied zombies at the same time. Now, I don't think the Zombies board game was quite popular enough to kick off uh, this zombie wave by itself, but in 2003, Max Brooks published his book the Zombie Survival Guide, Complete Protection from the Living Dead. This book was written as an actual tongue-in-cheek survival guide that was supposedly written to educate the reader about zombies. Everything from how, zombie, uh, how people can prevent becoming zombies to the best weapons to use against zombies. Uh, now, the Zombie Survival Guide was notable uh, because it dealt with zombie fiction in a meta-contextual way. In other words, it took all the cliches, conventions, and tropes about zombies that had built up over the decades and presented them in a method in which we, as a society, could look at and say, oh yeah, that's how zombies are. <laughs> now, um, that same year, the comic version of The Walking Dead hit publication, and the next year, the zombie parody movie, Shaun of the Dead, was released. Uh, and again, it deserves pointing out uh, that zombie fiction had become so much of a part of world culture that it was beginning to be parodied at this point. Now, 2004 also saw the remake of George Romero's Dawn of the Dead, and Romero himself released Land of the Dead in 2005. And at this point, it, it was just one big whirlwind of zombie movies. And so now, Zombies had returned to life once again. Uh, there was an absolute horde of zombie media that, begin to, that began to get turned out. And it eventually reached its apex in 2010 when uh, the AMC network adapted the Walking Dead comic into a TV series. So what exactly was the spark that set off this sudden public interest in zombies? Uh, was it the Resident Evil games? Was it 28 Days Later? Was it the Zombie Survival Guide? Uh, was it just a coincidence that all of these things appeared around the same time? I, I don't really know, uh, but that's how it was. I think that maybe our desire for something new combined with the intellectual stagnation of the 21st century kind of caused us to look to the past uh, for inspiration. And zombies, being a tried and true staple of past media, was an obvious choice. But that's just my theory. In any case, 
now we're starting to see zombies slowly go back to rest. But that's not to say they're dead. Uh, though zombie fever has started to lessen, there are still plenty of pieces of zombie media wandering around, like the 2022 Korean Netflix series, All of Us Are Dead, or Chigum Uri Hakyon in Korean. So can we expect a third wave of zombies in the future? Well, only time will tell. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for watching. And hey, if you like zombies, if you want to read stories about zombies but aren't confident with your English reading ability, check out my book, Might of the Gods, available now uh, on your favorite online bookseller. Anyway, thanks for watching, and remember, remember everyone, salt kills zombies.